Episode 75. 75. Thank you, Kaffer, putting your hand up and telling me what number we're on. Yeah. Episode 75. We're here. You're welcome. 75 is a good number. It's very, like, you know, 75% or three quarters of the way to 100. So, any other significance behind 75? Um, We're three quarters of the way to 100. That's about as significant as it gets. Yeah. So I thought maybe you had like a meaning behind 75. There's like nah. an athlete with the number 75 or something. It's Nobody nice, that's popping. It's a nice number. It is. It is. <laughs> I mean, I used to get 75s in, in school all the time. You know what I mean? That's how I got, I got by. Hey, that's passing. Exactly. Shit. I was known as Mr. 75. What else Nobody you, called me that. What else were you known <laughs> by? What else were you known by? Oh, you know, the panty dropper, curly-headed. No, I'm joking. Not, that none was, of that. Nobody that called was, me anything. That was you. That was you. You were supposed to transition to your intros. Oh, that, I was supposed to transition to my intros. All right, so let's, let's try that again. Let's try that again. Uh, this is like our second time trying to record today. It's I'm, a long like story. It's a long, long story. story. All right. You already know it's your boy Wilson, a.k.a. Everybody is starting to like Seinfeld all of a sudden. What the fuck is going on? Like, I, I, I'm starting to realize that I'm living in like an alternate universe where everything that I used to like or that I liked that people didn't like before, like wrestling and Seinfeld, people are starting to like now. I'm going to have to start liking new things. A.k.a. You know, I realized the other day when I was in Oakland that I really thoroughly enjoy duck. I can have duck any t- any time of the day. Like it's it's my it's like pancakes to me. It's crazy. AKA speaking of traveling, I am happy to be home for like two days before I hit the road again. I will be in Jersey from Tuesday through Thursday. This episode will probably not be out by then, but I will be there. <laughs> and then I'll be in New York for rolling wild starting Thursday to Sunday. Sheesh. Um, on the move, you already know. Um, AKA, there's been a lot of good music that came out lately, but what's up with everybody putting out like a sad album? It's like a good sad album drops every fucking week. It's crazy. AKA, El Dominicano Murisoñano está aquí activado. A.K.A. I had a last intro and I forgot. So I'm just going to say... Mr. 75. Mr. 75. And this is Kat, a.k.a. Miss Catherine Last Minute Magic Lim. Came through this week. Shout out to me. A.K.A. Go to Hoochin Hive, see my pieces, and buy my pieces. A.K.A. Guess what? What? I watched Midsummer, and oh, and I was still able to eat during the movie. Ooh, we gotta talk about it. AKA, hey, you, stop projecting your insecurities 
And remember to moisturize your face and neck, aka Filipina colada. Let, I, all right, so I gotta dissect a couple things out of your intro. Okay. First of all, I want, I want that lucky cat. You do? <laughs> okay. I want that lucky cat. If you don't sell it, by the time I see you, I want it. Okay. All right, like, it's yours. I, 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 I prefer somebody go over there, go support Cat and buy it. But if it's still there by the time I see you, I still want it. I okay. Want it. it can be your spooky season present. It can be your. It can For be your sure. birthday present. There you go. Hey, um, I have a long history with Lucky Cats. Really? I have a long history with Lucky Cats. Yeah. I've never, have I never told you this? My, no. my history with Lucky Cats? So in case anyone who's listening is not familiar, um, you know those little cats like in Asian restaurants and it's like, or Asian oriental markets, whatever. And it's like mm-hmm. a statue of a cat and the cat's arm kind of like swings. That's what I designed that, but it was, it's giving a middle finger. Yeah, it's fire. Yeah, it is fire. Um, so to sum up, like I, I can I can go on forever talking about me and Lucky Cats, but like just to sum it up in a couple sentences, um, there was this really uh, wealthy girl mm-hmm. that I used to that I used to like I guess date. I don't think we really were dating. I think we just hung out a lot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and for some reason, every time we hung out, like she always gifted me a Lucky Cat, but it was like it was like. A different it was like sometimes it'll be like a small little one that you put in your car like a little miniature one mm-hmm. sometimes it'll be like a big one was she sometimes, asian like, no oh <laughs> no okay it, and like we would always go eat places that had lucky cats and it was just like a symbolic thing of like whatever it is that i had with her um so yeah it's it's so weird because um Ever since then, like, I started realizing, like, the significance of Lucky Cats because I honestly didn't know. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I was like, damn, I want I want one. I've never had one. So. But what happened to all the ones that she gave you? I mean, come on. I'm not the type of person to keep things that girls give me after, you know. So you threw them away? I gave them back to her. No, of course oh, not. Okay. I gave them back to her. Yeah. Did she have a lot of Lucky Cats or did she just, like... She had some really cool ones. I remember, like, I went to her her house one time. Just, like, fucking mansion. Like, crazy place, right? And she had, like, some, like, really rare-looking lucky cats. Maybe that's why she was so rich. Because of all the lucky cats that she had. And she, well, was, trying to, she was trying to get you to be rich, too. <laughs> but her it wasn't like working. A surgeon or some shit like that. Mm. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's yours. But for also, sure. someone should buy it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I hope somebody buys it. But in case somebody does, but I also hope somebody doesn't buy it at the same time. <laughs> I hope somebody buys it, but at the same time, I hope you don't buy it. Or why don't you go over there and buy something else? And then phone cat. Just don't buy. Don't buy that. <laughs> Good plan. Good plan. I also need to give you the Migos. The Amigos print, but I want you to hang it in your Rolling Loud office. Oh, because I got I a want, space right I, behind my desk for that. Because if 
there's an off chance that Migos will see it, then I want them to see it. An offset of a chance? <laughs> um, ah, that's pretty good. That was pretty uh, good. Yeah. yeah. So if there's a even a sliver of a chance, also you know, because I think you guys would appreciate it. Right now it's hanging. Sure. Right now I think it's hanging in um. In yeah, I think a lot of people at the show maybe did not know who they were, so it needs to go. It needs to hang in a place where people will know who Migos is. Um, it's hanging in an ice cream shop right now in St. Pete. Okay, okay. I think it's there. I don't know. Last I heard, it was over there. So I should probably nice. I should probably come by and just check up on it. Otherwise, I don't know mm-hmm. where it's at. <laughs> so. Um. All right. So, like, I don't want to go into like a full deep dive review of it because I encourage people to go watch it. Midsummer? But let's talk about Midsummer. Yeah. Okay. You just want to go straight into that. You don't even want to talk about you know how you did just say you're going to New York and like. Uh, no, no, I, I, I want to circle to all that, but I just want to go through your intros first. You know what I mean? Oh, okay, okay. All right, let me let me mark this timestamp so if you haven't seen it yet, you're not gonna get spoiled. It's not gonna spoil for you. So, um, yeah, it was very bloody and graphic. <laughs> And you really see like people's faces after, or the lack of their face after they jump off a cliff, cliff, and then smash their face in, and you get to see it up close. And I'm like, wow, okay. And then I just continued eating my ice cream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, hmm, wow. Um, it was good. Um, At any point, did you feel lost watching it? Um. Not really lost, just kind of like, oh yeah, this is a cult. This is like, I, I mm-hmm. like, this is, and she's joining the cult and it's happening. Oh, but you know what, what, they, what stood out to me? I would have never gone to some place like this. Like, immediately I'd be like, this is really creepy. I'm going to leave as soon as I could. I would not, I would not have been there. I, I would not have found myself in a situation like that. Mm-hmm. Would you? Do you feel like you'd get stuck there, like in this culty festival? I, I would never have gone. Right. Exactly. Me too. I would too. never have gone. Yeah. This seems like a bad idea. Uh, yeah. It's kind of like my worst fear. So I don't know if I should be broadcasting my worst fears, but it's a podcast, so I'm gonna do it anyways. Um, I yeah, hate. I feel, like, I feel like this whole podcast has been a documentary of my, <laughs> my worst fears. fears. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. So my worst fear <laughs> is like being trapped somewhere, and yeah. also cannibalism and being skinned. So one, there were definitely elements of all of those things, but just starting off with feeling trapped, like knowing like you're in this remote village, there's no way to leave. There's no way to leave. Like you're there, and that's it. Like, that's not okay with me. So I can't even, like, I would never even live on a farm. It's too remote. It's too isolated. Yeah, no, no, no. I I need, like, I'm the type of person when I go somewhere, I gotta know where the exits are. Like, is there, can you name, can you name a horror movie that takes place in a busy, bustling city? A busy what? Bustling, you know, like, just really busy and, like. Uh, Awake, I mean, there's a lot of movies. Like what? What's the, name one movie horror movie where it takes place okay. in like a really busy city? Leprechaun in the Hood. 
Okay. Um, Friday, the, Friday the 13th, like, I think it was, like, 8 or 7. Friday was, the like, 13th? That was, like, in the yeah. suburbs. Nah, Friday the 13th, like, 7 was, like, it was in, it was in Times Square. Was it scary? No. I mean, that's subjective. Because, like, I don't get scared. You know I what just, I mean? Uh, I mean, I... But circling back to Midsummer, it's this remote village where you don't know anything. I mean, I guess they're anthropologists. So like, that. that's exactly where they flock to. Like, they have to. But, yeah, I, you wouldn't catch me there. Nope. No siree. Would not be in that situation. Uh, so, did they cut that guy's legs off? At the end? Yeah. So that he fit in yeah, the bear costume? There yeah. was a lot of foreshadowing throughout, throughout the movie. Like, there was a part where it showed it was her room, the main girl's yeah. room, and it started off at a close-up of a painting of a girl with a bear. I'm like, oh, there it is. I don't know what the bear stands for, but I definitely know that's going to be foreshadowing. And then... Yeah, the whole, the whole movie had foreshadowing throughout, yeah. spread throughout. And then there was that shot of, like, the story of, like, the girl trying to get this guy to like her so he she like put her pubic hair and her period blood in his food and then it happened i'm like and then i noticed like after he pulled the pubic hair out of his mouth and then he started drinking his drink but his drink was like slightly redder than everyone else's oh my god yeah it's funny because like he he pulled the pubic hair out i saw that it was red and he's like there's only one red head here It's obviously this person. I think there were more yeah. redheads. There's, I mean, it's sweet and there has to be more. But yeah, he knew exactly who it was. Um, weird. I mean, for, for for context purposes, though, like around the, that area, there was only one redhead. You know what I mean? Yes, that's true. Um, I think like the main character, I forgot her name, um, but whatever her name is, she... Like, the real story is just how she literally has went through so much constant trauma mm-hmm. from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, from, like, literally the beginning of the movie. It's crazy. Yeah. And then finally found, like, the sense of community that she needed, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, that guy who brought them to that village. Yeah. He was a student with them? Yeah. There's a lesson to be learned there. What? There's a lesson. Don't, uh, don't follow your foreign friends anywhere. Let, don't follow them anywhere. Listen, I I can go through a a hundred movies. Hostel. Right? Right. That's the first one that comes into mind is Hostel. There's just so many different movies. They're like, oh, let's take a trip to Europe. No. (laughs) No. I will not. I don't care. I don't care. If that's where you grew up. No. I feel like that might be um, advice you can't really. So you're gonna say like all your friends who who you meet who want to show show you their home country. You're gonna just be like, nope. I'm not falling not, for you. Not, that if, take if they it. if they ask me to go there, nope. If I if I'm like, hey, let's go. You, you know need to like, like Facetime their family and stuff and live in a you need to stay in like a hotel yeah you're not staying i gotta plan in a the commune. trip yeah. yeah airbnb it and don't tell them where you're staying for sure 
Now that you're going on a trip, though. Oh, wait. Let's talk a little bit more about this movie, though. Um, did they say in the movie that they were watching Austin Powers? They said that? Yeah. In the movie, while they were at in the Swedish village, there's a point where the this one of the people in the commune, she says, like, oh, all the kids are watching Austin Powers right now. What? You didn't I, catch I didn't that? catch that. What? How many times that, no. have you seen it? Twice. Oh, well, yeah, they definitely talk about how the kids are watching Austin Powers. And so I'm like, so there's like technology in this village. They're able to watch movies and stuff. And mm-hmm. so do they only inbreed like one child? Yeah, I think so. I think that that was like the reason why there was like a drought or something like that. A drought? Or or not a drought, but like they weren't they didn't have like a candidate or, or like a viable candidate. Mm-hmm. It's because it's like slow breeding. Mm-hmm. And this this festival only happens ninety every ninety years. Yes, once every ninety years. Um, but they kill off the each person that that turns seventy two, like. Every time someone turns 72, right? Like, it doesn't just happen. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Like, can you imagine? Like, all right, that's the type of shit that I'm on, though. I'm not trying to be... I'm not trying to live that old. 72 is not that old. I'm not trying to... I'm not even trying to make 72. What do you mean? I, I, we talked about this on the podcast. Once what? I turn 50... Once I turn 50, I want my friends to start plotting on me. Just, just... 50 is just not to start old. start plotting on me. What? Come on, cat. Why? Do you, do you want to actually go through the shit that, like like look at old people right and just look at how look at how struggle how struggle filled their lives are nowadays. But that's what and, I'm saying. Like fifty between the ages of fifty to like even like up to eighty, you're still living life, man. I that eighty. What? What? I, I will be so disappointed in myself if I'm not dead by. Um. 80. Okay. My grandmother is like over eighty right now, and she has a boyfriend. They go to the mall together. They go see <laughs> movies. Like, she's having a great time. Oh, man. We caught her. I'm just saying, if 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 I have, like, kids that are grown-ups by the time I'm, like, in my 60s, and they haven't already thought about, like, killing me, then, like, <laughs> then I'd probably, I'd probably reconsider whether I raise them right. You know what I mean? So you would live in a society where all the people at the age of 72 just kills themselves. I, I don't see nothing wrong with that. That that <laughs> that part of the, that, that part of the as long as as long as they keep popping babies, then kill kill the old people. That's fine. All right, we're gonna check it. I don't know where this podcast is gonna be like <laughs> forty years from now, but we're gonna check in and see how Wilson feels <laughs> at around the age of seventy one <laughs> if he's ready to go. If he's not already dead, who knows? Maybe his kids would. Have plotted successfully. Shit. I might have an ex-girlfriend plot on me tomorrow. Ugh. Don't want to say that. That's a little too... (laughs) Too soon. Um, So did you... What did you like about the movie? Alright. So, for one, I am... I'm a sucker for, like... For um, soundtracks in horror movies, right? Mm. And I thought the soundtrack, just how loud it got in certain parts, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, 
and it's just like it's so eerie and loud, but it's so bright outside. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And that really fucked with my head and my senses. It fucked with my senses because this is like, whoa! I didn't. I do not like. Doesn't mix well. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's very jarring. Yeah, like I thought it just as a film, as a film. Forget like the horror shit. As a film, I thought it was really beautiful. It was a beautiful film. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Did, um, you, did you notice that um, her sister's face, the one who killed herself, um, her face with the gas pump appears yeah. in like various places throughout the, yeah. the movie. Like there's a part where they're like holding her up and. In the tr- in the chair right after she was crowned May Queen, and then in the trees in the background, you can see the sister's face. Yeah, you, every now and then you can see her parents also. I hate that shit. I hate it. I hate that shit where it like kind of comes up in the background and you don't notice it. But that's what I'm saying. Like that, what she went through in the first five minutes of the movie literally drags on to the entire movie. It like it's it's really crazy. Um, so do you think that they were planning on killing the, that girl in the beginning? Or did they want her, did did they want to see her join? Because it seemed like that they... Like, so I couldn't, up until like the last like 30 minutes, right? I really, I couldn't really put my finger on exactly what they wanted out of her, right? Yeah, they were just really excited that she was there. Right, for some reason, I thought it, what it was going to lead to was her sacrificing herself. Like, yeah. like her killing herself. Yeah. Like, I thought that, like, like they were going to make her go crazy. Crazy to the point where she just kills herself. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was, like, the point of it, right? But then as as time went on, I realized, like, yo, like, this, this is genius. Because she's fragile, right? She's mm-hmm. fragile. And she can't trust her own people. Like, her, like her people like, that yeah. she came with. So, she just literally just gave in. You know what I mean? Damn. Ugh. I'm just thinking about when they when they paralyzed that guy, and he it was just getting stuffed into the bear, and how he's like in that in that room as the room is getting filled with fire, and he just he can't do anything, and he's just like, oh shit, what's happening? Mm-hmm. Also, I wonder if that was like okay. So after he impregnates that redheaded girl, like, did they plan on having him in the bear suit? Like, was that all part of the plan too? I, I or? think I think that that was that was part of the plan from the beginning. Also, oh my god, like because so he was targeted weird. also. You know what I mean? Like like he he was targeted also the same way that she was. Yeah, and um, that part where they were um, the pregnant. <laughs> Getting that redheaded girl pregnant part—that um, was that was the most uncomfortable thing to watch. Yes, with somebody singing, like, you know what singing I mean? like, in your face and pushing yeah. your butt so that you would keep going. Oh my god! They were like matching her moans. Oh god! And it was just the it was the weirdest thing it's ever. So strange. So after the movie, I was like, "Wow, I really need to finish Hereditary." But I decided to um, be a piece of shit, and I read the entire plot on Wikipedia. Because <laughs> I never finished Hereditary. All I did was I, I watched up to the part where the girl gets, like, you know, the tree part. Mm-hmm. And then the plane landed, and so, like, I just haven't had a chance to, like, go back and finish it. And so I was really curious, 
and inspired by Midsummer, and I like read the rest of the plot, and then I was like, okay, now I have to watch it, and so I like I watched the it's very so last good. twenty minutes of the movie, but then I got scared, and so I fast forward to the last five minutes of the movie, <laughs> even though I had just how re- you watch a movie, even though, I had, even though I had just read the plot, like I knew what was happening, but mm. I still got scared. Um, and yeah, and then last night. I wasn't scared of Midsummer. I was just scared of Hereditary. I'm like, this is so stupid. Mm-hmm. I didn't even watch. I watched Midsummer, but I didn't watch Hereditary. I'm scared so easily. It's ridiculous. Is Hereditary so, still your favorite? Hereditary, as, as a horror film, I put it on top still, yeah. But Midsummer, Midsummer as a film is better than Hereditary to me. Oh, you think so? As a visual, as far as like on the visual aspect, you know what I mean. It's just it does it for me. It hits it hits all those all the criteria of like a good looking film. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. Although people are telling me the people that like I trust as far as like opinions when it comes to like visual aspects of movies, like the nerds. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like the, they tell me that Joker is just as good. I haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen Joker yet. I found that very surprising that you haven't seen it yet. I've been busy, cat. <laughs> I've been I've been busy. I like like literally I'm enjoying my my very little bit of stay at home before I hit the road, you know. Don't get sick. I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to. I'm drinking a lot of orange juice. So, when are after New York? After mm-hmm. New York, are is that the kind of the end of the Moving around, and you're going to be in Miami for a while? Yeah, I think what I'm going to do is I'll probably spend, like, the weekend after New York in Tampa. I haven't seen my dad in a while. Um, I haven't seen my dad since, like, the week before my birthday. Um, so I spent, spent a little time in Tampa. Um, but then it comes it comes time to grind out because i mean we got to close the year out strong we have la in december and we got to prep for miami you know what i mean and like it's it's a lot of things in australia when's australia beginning of next year so you know what i mean like around that same time Mm. that it was this year i don't have an exact date but i know it's around that period that quarter you know what Mm -hmm. i mean Um, I think, uh, the thing about New York is, right, and, like, well, first of all, Kat, what are you doing? Huh? <laughs> what are you doing? This what? is not ASMR. All I hear is... You can hear that? Oh, shoot. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize how powerful this microphone was. I'm making little curly things with my, with my sisters. So, um, yeah. So, I have these note cards. And I had these little exacto knives on my desk, mm-hmm. and I just sometimes it's easier to like sometimes to focus. You need to be doing something with your hands, so it's like, oh, oh sure. obviously, I'll just start cutting up slight pieces of paper, <laughs> and then I cut up all the paper, and I was like, wow, what else can I do now? And so I took these <laughs> this pair of scissors, and then I started making little curls of the pa- strips of paper that I was just cutting. But I forgot that you could okay. hear all of that. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. I just didn't know what you were doing. <sighs> That's funny. That's, I mean, so you're probably just relaxed now, so you're welcome. I'm chilling. Yeah, I'm chilling. Um, 
New York. I I thought about, to be honest, for a few days now, like how I can explain why the show is important to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, I still can't really like put it into like words. But like, I'll I'll say this: like when when I lived in New Jersey, um, I didn't want to do any of this when I was like still living in New Jersey. I wanted to like work in an office somewhere, mm-hmm. probably like at a bank or something. You know what I mean? Like on some regular like nine to five shit. I had no no aspirations to do what I'm doing today. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but when I did move to Tampa and I started doing what I'm doing now, um, I always told myself that I wanted to bring something up there. You know, so I actually tried to make a car show with, at the old um, school that I that I that I went to, my old high school. A car show. A car show, yeah. Um, it didn't work out because I needed to spend a lot of time over there, and I didn't have a lot of time to spend over there. Mm-hmm. So it, it ended up not happening. But um, I still always wanted to do something, and you know, thing I've talked about it on this podcast like a long time ago. But like things in Patterson where I grew up are really bad. Like, you can't even really throw events there anymore because there's no police. Like, you have to hire police from, like, different cities to, like, come and... There are no police? No, they do not have a police. They borrow police from other counties. It's crazy. Why why is there no police there? Um, Because of the strike that's going on. Because Uh police police are getting killed, like, left and right. It's crazy. It's really fucked up. Yeah. So, um, the odds of me ever actually doing something over there are very slim you know what i'm saying so the fact that we're doing something in new york um to me personally Mm -hmm. feels feels like if i was doing something in patterson you know and like just because um it's i i have a lot of family there too in new york and i've never i've never actually thought that we would ever be able to sell out a festival over there. You know what I mean? But here we are. I'm sold out. And it's happening. Over a week, over a week ahead. Wow. You know? Congrats. Um, thank you, thank you. Um, I'm nervous. <laughs> Why are you I, nervous? I, I, just, I just wanted to be perfect. You know what I mean? I just wanted to be perfect. Do you think it will be easier or harder than the other places? definitely harder harder any any time we go into a new market it's not easy Mm. you know because it's like this is all brand new to us you know what i'm saying it's all brand new to us brand new people we're working with brand Mm -hmm. new brand new security brand new police you know what i mean like brand new regulations um everything's new but one thing I am excited for is how great <clears throat> how great the lineup is. I I'm super proud at the work that the team did to put together this lineup. Um put together all the cool activations that we have that, that we haven't been announced yet, so I'm not gonna say nothing. Oh, I was about, um, just about to ask. I'm not sure if it's gonna be announced. Like it depend I don't even know when we're gonna put this out. You know what I mean? So I'm not sure if it'll yeah. be announced by then. But um I, super proud, man. It's 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 a lot. 
a lot of work, a lot of time. Um, I fly out on Tuesday to go spend some time with my grandma. Mm-hmm. And, like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then I go to New York on Thursday. Um, and on Thursday, I check into my hotel. But, yeah. I, um, on Friday, I think, shout out to Brian, the lawyer. <laughs> he, he got me, he got me some tickets to the Knicks game. Oh, shoot. So. How do you do that? What do you mean? How do you do that? It's Friday night. Friday night? Oh, oh you mean, how did he like, do that? Yeah. I don't know. He was able to get it. I, I didn't ask him. Brian the plug. Brian the, plug. the lawyer you know and I mean? the plug. In Madison Square Garden. My favorite my favorite venue, my favorite team. You know what I mean? Like like he came through. Shout out to him. Um and um on Monday, actually, after the festival, I think we're gonna think we're gonna stay in New York to go see Post Malone that Monday. Who's we? The team. Oh, gotcha. Is Post Malone yeah. not performing? No, he has a, a date, uh tour date in Madison Square Garden. Oh, okay. So I think we're gonna stay to go see him. And I fly back Tuesday. Wow, you're gonna be out of town for a whole week. Yeah. But don't I mean, get it's, sick. It's a lot. Don't. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Pack some extra emergency. Bring yeah. sleeping melatonin so you can sleep. Mm-hmm. So I gotta tell you real quick. Mm-hmm. I, I want to give a quick. Because I talked about New York, but I didn't talk about our Bay Area show that just happened. Yeah. Right. Like. Just a quick little rundown. Cat Relationship Wilson is awesome. That's good to hear. Relationship Wilson is awesome. I wasn't even tempted. Well, I good. Mean, That's you, 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 you being my podcast partner that has heard every California story that I've had mm-hmm. knows that I had some things out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had some things out there. You, we you all know. know. We all know, Wilson. All of us listening. I had some things out there. And you know what? Those things got ignored. Good job. Did a very good job. I'm proud of myself. You should be. See? And you're not sick right now. It's all connected. I'm not sick. Yeah. Good karma. I'm not sick. I'm in a good, I'm in a good place Being right responsible. Now. Being a 28-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Bean, it's, wait, hold on. That the age has nothing to do with that kind of responsibility, though. I okay, mean, that's true. I guess. You tell know what I'm saying? To, like, I don't think that has anything to do with it. Tell that to Travis, I guess, since Kylie Jenner stole. I don't know how old Travis Tyler, Travis Tyler, Travis Scott is. Did oh. did 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 my video thing turn off? You are not moving now. That's so weird. I could, like, because you're frozen also. But I can hear you. <laughs> oh, poor connection. Well, I can still hear you. Okay. All right, cool. So, um, yeah, so I came back from Oakland. I flew all the way to Tampa. And mm-hmm. then from Tampa, um, Kenna, shout out to Kenna, picked me up. And we went to Orlando because I had a Wale show on Tuesday. Um, How was it? 
It was cool. It was cool. Wale, Wale's an incredible performer. Performed for like 90 minutes. It's crazy. Why is that crazy? People people normally don't do that anymore. For like, like on, an hour. On regular small shows. Yeah. They normally do like an hour set. That's it. But yeah, he he brought out some old school acts. He brought out Young Chris from the, the, young, um, uh, the young Guns. And he brought out um, Memphis Bleak. It's okay if you don't know who they yeah, are. Yeah, I don't. I'm sorry. They're, they're from they're from the Rock, the Rockefeller days. I'm like, that's cool. Good for you. <laughs> no, it was cool. Um, after that, I went back to Miami. Then I went back to Orlando because I had a Toby Lou show on Saturday on Friday. Um, he sold out that show. It's crazy. Like I had no idea Toby Lou had that many fans, but. Um, yeah, that was cool, too. And now I'm back here in Miami. For an hour. <laughs> Basically, well, it feels like an hour. I haven't started packing yet. I like doing the laundry now so I can start packing. Oh, okay. It, um, do you, well, are you going to do a lot of family stuff while, for the first? First three days while you're in Jersey. I'm, I'm keeping it low. Like I'm, I'm, I'm telling my grandma right that I'm going, but I'm not telling anybody else. <laughs> Don't you have a bunch of cousins stuff up there? For sure, but like now it's like my grandma's job to let the people that she thinks I should see while I'm over there know that I'm. Oh, there. is it going to be a me? surprise, or are you just going to be like, well, if you know, you know. Nah, it's just. All right, so I'm trying to avoid my guest list to be extreme. Mm. Are you going to bring your grandma? You know I mean? Of course, if she wants to go. If she wants to go. Mm-hmm. She'll be on my golf cart the whole time. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to make your grandma walk. Are you kidding Of course me? not. It's going to be cold, though. Ugh. I don't... Well, wasn't it cold in... Oh, right. That's right. You were in New York yet. Um, in Oakland. In Oakland, it was cold. Well, bring your grandma. I'm sure she'll make sure that you have a sweater on. She won't let yeah. you leave. Wow. Yeah, for okay. For sure. Um, um, but yeah, that pretty much wraps up my week. <laughs> my weeks. And your, and your future weeks. Oh, yeah. I, real quick. I gotta apologize for everybody that tried to listen to episode seventy four. What happened? I so I I didn't even know it was down. So it, like if you go on SoundCloud, it shows that there's two episode seventy four is up, but one of them doesn't work, and I can't take it down. It doesn't let me take it down. It got flagged. Somebody flagged the episode. Someone flagged the episode. Yeah, someone flagged the episode. Because I was like, I don't think it's a copyright thing. No, no, I, I looked into it, right? Because we didn't have any we didn't have any music playing, right? Music audio playing. So I know it wasn't that. Unless it was that, that Trump rap. <laughs> Could it have been Can that Trump imagine? rap? Yeah. I mean the MAGA rap. That person that that person had to have copyrighted it. You know what I mean? Or trademarked it, whatever. Oh my gosh. Could it be that, or would it, could it be someone else that we I guess we're just enemies with now? I mean I have I have my theories. Hmm. Well, if it happens again for this episode. Yeah. yeah. If it happens again, we know we know what's going on. <laughs> or I have, we have a better idea of what's going on. 
Oh man. Um, but yeah, it got. I I don't even know how long it was down. To be honest, the only way that I found out was because my girl let me know yesterday that she was trying to listen to the episode and couldn't because it wasn't up. So oh. I was like, "What? What are you talking about?" And I went and looked, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Well, shout out to her. Thank you for letting us know. For um, sure. Damn. Well, we'll try again with episode seventy-five. Um, man. but yeah, seventy four is up. But if, if like you get a notification that seventy five goes up and you miss seventy four, go back and listen to it. <laughs> yeah, it's actually go back. a good episode. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I still can't see Wilson, but that's okay because we can still see, <laughs> we can still hear each other. Um. Yeah. So I had an art show on Friday, and how'd it go? It went well. It was it was one of those things where like you know about it, you sign up for it like months in advance, and then mm-hmm. somehow it still just sneaks up on you. So I pretty much like put it pulled it all together the last week, and oh, shit. <laughs> I was still like making adjustments to it the morning of that I had to that I had to drop it off, but. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, Hooch and Hive is open until two in the two a.m. on the weekdays, and I got there. Oh, okay. I, I see. I see what you did. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I got home, and I'm like, I still have to print all this shit out, and then I have to actually apply it to like the the wood panels that I had. So I was still doing that, and so by the time it was ten thirty, I finally finished everything, and I had to drive all the way back to Tampa. Um, and when I get there, so like I packaged everything in a nice brown paper bag and Mm -hmm. um just that everything was sorted together and i get to the bar and i'm like smiling at the bartender handing over this bag and she's just looking at me so confused and she's like oh my god i thought you were uber eats i'm so sorry (laughs) (laughs) i'm like no this is art (laughs) this is art please do not eat my art please thank you um yeah i got there and um it was a fun time, except, and I got free drink tickets, which was cool. Okay, um, okay. Vibes, you know, as you would say, it was there was it was a vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, let's see, did anything? Anything crazy happen? I mean, there were a bunch of people that came out, which <laughs> is cool. And then we talked about. Um, yeah. I got to talk about my disco party concept. And people are actually down for it, which is nice. So when you say you got to talk about it, does that mean that you got to pitch it to people? Um, I got to pitch it to possible attendees, yes. Ah, okay. We're still, so we're in the process, Chris and I, who's a DJ over at Emo Night, and we're planning this disco mm-hmm. party. Um, we're trying to find a venue right now. Uh, the Benz was originally our idea, but it looks like it's not going to work out. So we're thinking, or maybe thinking of bricks. Um, we were. Wait, why wouldn't the bend work out? We don't know. We're not sure. We don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's. I was like, I hope they don't think only old people will show up. <laughs> but. And after our conversation at the art show, I don't think that would be the case, you know? I th- people seem really excited about it. And they're like, you could have, like, a costume contest, like, a soul train line. 
and like roller skating. I'm like, yes, let's do all of this shit. So I don't know. We're gonna look into like first chance, last chance. Um, someone suggested United Skates of America. It's a roller skating rink. I'm like, damn, that'd be <laughs> cool. But I don't know if people could drink and roller skate at the same time. Like I don't know how they did it back then. Talented people, talented old people. Um, yeah, but I I really need it to happen because it's been a dream of mine for like literally seven years, eight years, eight years to have mm-hmm. a disco party. Um, would so, you come? Would you come to it? Yeah, it's got it's got to be planned right. You would know you? Mean? Like would you dress the timing? Would you dress up? Would I dress up? You would. Ha- you would have to dress up. Like you'd have to look like, um, the walk it, talk it video. Oh, okay, that's easy. <laughs> you need to bring the curls back. Like my dad used to look. You need to bring the curls back. The curls are coming back. Yeah. One time, one one night occasion. And the mustache. Oh, the mustache is there already. You know the vibes. So, yeah, I, and I want it, I dream of it to be, like, a place where it's not really, like, costumey. It's, like, no, this is how we would dress if you were going to be at Studio 54. Like, we are here for the fashion. We are here yeah. for, we, we took a time travel machine, and this is where we landed at Studio 54 in the 70s. Just coked up. I'm just kidding. Not really. Um, <laughs> so... Speaking of Coke, actually, you just reminded me something. Mm-hmm. You, you know who Pusha T is, right? Yes, I know who Pusha T is. All right. That's all. What? <laughs> I, need to, I need to make sure that I'm not bugging about knowing who, knowing who Pusha T is. Did he do something involving cocaine? No, 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 no. It's just my... My girlfriend is so out of tune when it comes to rap that she doesn't know who Pusha T is. Even after the whole, like, saga of events that happened last year? Nah, man. She's not really trying to look out for, like, mainstream rap news like that. So does she... Will she go with you to Rolling Loud? Will she? Yes. Is she? (laughs) Are you not ready to answer that question yet? Hmm... <laughs> she she will. Okay. She is. Okay. She is. Um, Progress. She'll be, she'll be out there in New York. In the, on the golf cart, or is that only for your nah, grandmother? No, no, no. It's only it's only for my grandma. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, what was it? What was I saying? I want to say something. Oh yeah. So, check it. Um. With your with you when you brought up the the, the disco stuff, it reminded me of something that I really wanted to show you when I was out in Orlando, mm-hmm. and I think and I think that like something could come out of this. What so is did it? Did you know that, that Orlando opened up two nightclubs, and one of them is a Christmas all year round nightclub, <laughs> and the other one is a Halloween all year round nightclub. Wait, is the Christmas all year round nightclub for children? No, it's like it's le- legitimately ho- holiday parties every every week, all year round. That's so weird. 
And That's then weird. there's costume parties, like Halloween costume parties in the Halloween spot all year round. See, I can understand that, though, but not Christmas. That's weird. That's like serial killer type shit. Who would want Is it weird, though? Because, like, all right, so, like, I'm talking about, like, the typical, the typical Christmas parties. I'm talking about, like, fucking eggnog and shit like that. Like, I guess but it's for a lack nightclub? of better terms, for, for lack of better terms, the white people Christmas. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Wait. Think think of like office parties. Okay. It's like a it's like an office party in a nightclub all what? year round. And and I but okay, so I can understand like a Halloween nightclub. Especially mm-hmm. one that's all year round. But I cannot understand a Christmas nightclub. And especially not one that goes all year round. So it's a nightclub, oh, like where people dance. Take a look at this Grinch. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get, get it. Of this Grinch. Why would you, why would you have a Christmas themed nightclub in the first place? That's weird. Why would you have a holiday themed nightclub in the first place? Okay, well, no, but like Halloween, you know, it's like dark and like kind of sexy and stuff. Christmas isn't that. That's not what Christmas is. So like Halloween being this dark and sexy holiday, like yeah, it makes sense to have a nightclub or centered around it but not christmas Mm -hmm. i don't understand make me understand (laughs) (laughs) i think that you you ruined the whole thing now now i I don't even want to go i was i was about to say let's go have a christmas party over there but no fuck it (laughs) but you keep saying like an office a christmas office party how is that even remotely related to a nightclub experience have you had a Wilson explain party? Wilson explain Have you had yourself. A Christmas office party? Yes, of course. You a, no, you've you've only had you where where have you had a Christmas office party? At the offices that I've worked at. At, at your current office where you have no, like six people working. And at right? you and at USF. Okay. So USF might be a better example. How many people were staffed? Like thirty people in our in mm-hmm. our in our department. Were you allowed to have alcohol at that party? Um, no, there was no alcohol. Okay, see, imagine if you were allowed to have alcohol, and there was a DJ, and the room was kind of dark. <laughs> Ta-da, you have an office Christmas like, party in a club. Is it like Christmas music that's playing? I haven't been there, Kat. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What's it called? Good question. Let me look it up. I, I honestly don't know. I think you're making this up. I don't think it's. Um, I swear. Right. I swear. I'm not because I met the owner. You met the owner. Yeah, and 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 the the um he owns both of them and. Of course. The of course, the Halloween you're... club. The Halloween club is next door. Uh, it's next door to the venue that we had our, our Toby Lou show. So that's oh. how that's how I was able to that's how I was able to do it, like figure it out. What other clubs does this guy own? <laughs> I wonder. Does he own Not like sure. an Easter themed club? A uh, a Labor Day club. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm man. I'm. I'm looking. I'm looking for it now. I can't find anything. Mm, it, it's I not mean, it real, is. That's why. Oh wait, now here we go. Christmas themed bar opens in downtown Orlando. I guess this is like a few years old. It's a bar, not a club. My bad. 
It's a bar. Okay, that's a little more... I can understand that a little bit better. So, alright, so let me tell you. So, I remember how I said that the Halloween spot was right next door, right? So, I noticed that, like, everybody was in costumes. And I'm like, it's October 1st. It's too early for, like, people, people to be throwing Halloween parties. But then they told me it was all year round. So then... It was karaoke night, Halloween themed karaoke night at that club. Oh my gosh, that sounds like my type of place. That's what I'm trying. That was my whole point of trying to tell you all of this. No, I got too distracted by the Christmas themed <laughs> nightclub that you were trying to describe. That ended up not even Literally, being accurate. My only reason of telling you all of this was to tell you we about should this. go. Yes, we should go. <laughs> Oh, brother. Orlando's too far. <laughs> Orlando's not that far. Orlando's... Pr- how long, How far do you think Orlando is from my house? I don't know. Yeah. All right, so l- l- let me tell yes. you the name of this place real quick. Okay, what's it called? The Christmas spot is called Frosty's Christmas Time Lounge. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what's, what's, what's the Halloween place called? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. One thing at a time, okay. I mean, oh, oh my god. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, what's the Halloween one called? I still, got, I still gotta find it. Oh, sorry. Frosty's Frosty's Lounge. That's what it's called. Yeah, Frosty's, Frosty's Good Time Lounge. Oh, hold on. I'll tell you right now. I lost it. <laughs> you lost. Use a different it. tab. Open, Christmas time lounge. Open in a new tab so you can keep it all at the same time. Yes, yeah, Frosty's Christmas time lounge. Yeah, we're not going there. We're going to stay as far away from that place as possible. But I will totally <laughs> go to the Halloween one. Why? I don't know. Something about it is just sketching me out. It doesn't seem right. Does not is it the, the right. logo? How trash the logo is? Oh, I didn't even look at the logo. Frosty's yeah, Christmas Time Lounge. Hmm. Frosty's Orlando.com. Orlando has some of like the most like theatrical places. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Did you go on their website? Yeah, it's so bad. There's a there's a Santa Claus with a mohawk. And he's smoking a joint. He's smoking a little spliff. Okay, I don't so like that. I don't the, like um, it. Well, let me tell you about the Halloween spot. Okay. The Halloween spot is called Cocktails and Screams. That sucks. <laughs> Cocktails and Screams. Stop in for a spell. This is intriguing. They're this not is, open all this, yet. All this is They're not open no, yet. No, it is. I'm trying to tell you it is open. They just had their grand opening. Oh, they just haven't updated their website yet. Yeah, wow. th- that th- that was their first event, and it was a karaoke event. It was sold out. Damn. Wow, we got to go. Mm-hmm. We got to go. Like, and, and listen to this. There was, like, a wait list. Like, it was filled with people, and then, like, what they did was they, they had a line of people in costumes outside, so you could only go in if somebody leaves. Like, that's how many people were trying to get into this. All in costumes. What was that sound? 
Somebody sneezing. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, wow. So they were like planning to go to this. They had a, they yeah. had this on their calendar for a while. Exactly. Can you tell your roommate to stop sneezing, please? <laughs> no, you're not uh, going to do it fine. It's okay. I'm just kidding. Um, we're going back really quick to Frosties. Uh-huh. Um, are, did you say that they're right next door to each other? No, they're not. Oh, I think. You the were venue next door. that, yeah, I was next door to the Halloween spot. Got it, got it. Um, so this reminds, this Santa Claus, that's like a bad boy Santa Claus. Um, he's reminding me of my improv class that happened yesterday. So my improv classes have started up. And, um... This is the final class, and this is where we, like, learn about monologues and, like, telling stories and stuff, because that's part mm -hmm. of long-form improv. And so I started telling a story about how our neighbor left, uh, like, a cigarello wrapper outside of her front door because she found it in between our cars and assumed that we were just littering and left it out there. So she left it out in front of her front door, which is very rude. Mm -hmm. Um, but instead of calling it a cigarillo wrapper, I called it a blunt wrapper, and someone laughed. I was like, oh, I meant a cigarillo, <laughs> not a blunt. I don't know what that is. That's not the actual term for it. I mean, you got an unintentional laugh out of it. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. But, um, yeah, those little things. I remember when my friend, like, when we had just turned 18 or whatever, um, we would, she would buy those like white owl packets. You know what I'm talking about? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay, but then she was instead of calling it like white owl or, um, you know, a cigarillo, she would call it, "Hey, uh, can I get those blunts?" <laughs> like, no, do not say that to the gas station attendant, please. <laughs> Have a that's, little discretion. Yeah, exactly. What a rookie. What a rookie. Even I knew that. But I mean, I just did that yesterday, so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Even you know that. Even I knew that. Yeah, that's, All I right, guess that's so another update, actually. That's another can update. We, can we tell uh, our listeners why this episode is so, like, discombobulated? Yeah, I will tell you exactly why I'm discombobulated and why Wilson's discombobulated. So this little fucker right here, Miss Peanut Butter, the cat that we just adopted, escaped at 10.15 this morning, the same time I was supposed to start recording with Wilson. All of a sudden, Matt goes, Miss Butter, Miss Peanut Butter has escaped. So we tried tracking her down. Poor Wilson was waiting for me to start this call. Um, but we were literally chasing her around the front and backyards. And, like, we were talking to the neighbors. And there were people at the Arby's parking lot looking at us running around. It was very embarrassing. And then... Um, Sorry. Go ahead. So discombobulated. But, um... <laughs> We eventually got her back in her backyard, um, which was very exciting because it had been already like an hour or so. But then mm -hmm. she like squeezed herself under our house. I was like, wow, well, 
she's a goner, I guess. <clears throat> like, there's no way we can get her out. Um, we were calling, like, tra- animal control and trappers, trying to get them here. So just letting you guys know that if you ever need an animal control specialist or, like, an animal trapper, they will... They're very hard to get in touch with, especially on Sundays, apparently. But you can try texting them. They'll text you back. Um, Is Sundays, like, a day where, like, a lot of shit happens? <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. But they are, claim to be open 24-7, and, like, they would not get back to us. Um, so Matt was, like, on the ground, like, pulling apart these, like, this netting that was outside of our house so that it would, like, block out possums. We were like, ah, we need to open it up so that she can get out. And um, eventually she started... Fucking possums. Yeah, they get Sorry. they get under our house and it's gross. But they do eat rats apparently, so they're important. Um, eventually Miss Peanut Butter like starts like sneaking, sticking her head out of the house. And it was still like another two hours later though that we were able to lure her out with some tuna. And then finally grab her and bring her back in the house. So it took us about four hours, the whole process, trying to locate her, catch her, lure her, and grab her. And she's right here. Now she's sleeping right next to me, this little piece of shit. It's the worst. Trying to escape. Like, why do you, why are you trying to escape? You get free food and water and shelter. And you want to go outside and eat some grass. I don't get it. She belongs to the streets. She does. She was like, she was like smelling, smelling the dirt and like looking at all the squirrels and stuff. But every, I was just staring at her like, is this all worth it? Is it worth it? And then we brought her back inside and Lux started hissing at her, probably because she smelled like possum. Probably. So that's why we're discombobulated right now. I didn't know if I had lost my cat forever. It was very hot outside. Probably, you know, the heat can fuck with you sometimes. It was very sweaty. Um, and, yeah. Yeah, and I'm not really used to this whole midday midday performance. <laughs> we've done it before. This is not the first time we've done a midday performance. Are you more of a morning person? I am 100% a morning person. Really? How am I just finding Actually, this out? I'm just, I'm just not a person, to be honest. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I'm not, a, I'm not a morning or a night person. I'm just not a person. I definitely am not a morning person. Um, like, I'll, I'll do what I got to do if I have, like, work. I'll be able to do it in the morning. But, like, no. I would much prefer, like, working late. But that also, Wilson will probably disagree with me because I also get sleepy and I can't hang out if it's too late. So I guess yeah, I'm like, also so not a person. You're also not a person. I'm yeah. not a person. <laughs> you're also not a person. I'm not a person. I've been getting sleepier and sleepier too. Like, I remember when I was in college, I could pull all-nighters. Um, but actually, after a while, like, Red Bull started losing its effect on me and I wasn't able to pull all-nighters very efficiently Mm -hmm. but it's getting worse like i used to be able to stay up if i needed to or but i get sleepy around 1 30 and i fall asleep Mm -hmm. on the couch like what the hell's happening to me i I need to power through this shit but i end up falling asleep 
It's ridiculous. It's ri- speaking of which, I should be I, able to stay up until three if necessary. Speaking of all nighters, I fucked up and I got my flight on Tuesday at six a.m. Oof. What time do you have to get to the airport? I mean, I like to get there early, like early, early enough. You know what I mean? I don't like to feel like I'm rushing and shit. Like getting so there like, like three hours before. Not like three hours. I'll probably like leave like two and a half hours though early. I'll leave for the airport. Yeah, two and a half hours before. Yeah. Do you get like there, flying? Get there like two hours early. Do you like flying? No. No. I love airports. I love airports. What? I fucking hate airports. <laughs> I love. Okay, this is my very romantic view of airports. Okay. Whenever there's a, there's a romantic view of airports. Let me explain. Let me explain. I love airports because it's like you have people going, you have people coming in. There's a lot of emotions. People are either really happy, they're excited, or they're sad because they're leaving. It's just filled with like all of these emotions and all these feelings. And um, it's just a very special, unique place where all those emotions are happening all at once for different reasons and different experiences. I'm looking at Castle Disgusted right now. I love it. I love it. I don't like layaways when I have to stay in an airport for forever. But sometimes there's some cool airports and then it's okay to hang out there. Like, JFK would suck. But, like, if have you ever been to um, an airport in Korea? That's pretty cool. No big deal. A weird flex. Weird flex, but okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I really like airports. I fucking hate airports. I, I hate airports. I hate air, airplane food. Oh, I, I love that. airplane food. Get the fuck all... out of here. No, you don't. No, you don't. Nobody I mean, likes airplane food. No, I don't mind it. I Okay, so there's this, this is another tidbit about me. I will pretty much eat almost like anything. <laughs> and as, as I exhibited earlier with the discussion about Midsummer, which if you skipped over it because you want spoilers, basically Midsummer is a very brutal, uh, physic, a very uh, graphic, violently graphic movie, and I was able to eat through the movie no problem. Um, I think I've lost my appetite, maybe like... I can count the times that I've lost my appetite my whole life on one hand. Um, but yeah, I could pretty much eat anything, anywhere, anytime. <laughs> but that, that doesn't make it good food, though. No, it's not good food. But like, I've had food that I've I've been able to enjoy food on a plane. Let's put it that way. Oh well, well yeah. I mean, come on. It's, it's whatever. But I mean, it's still. I'm talking about if it's good. Okay, well, I won't say it's good. However, I did, again, Korea, Korean Air, whatever it's called, they have some pretty cool food, like fresh produce. And what you do is you take the produce and you take this, like, filling and you, like, wrap it up in the lettuce and you eat it fresh. Oh, my gosh. It was like, it's being, it was like coming back from the, from the market. I don't eat that fresh produce like when I'm at home. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Special occasion, like, you're on a plane. I was like at the farmers market, but no, I was strapped to a plane on like the middle seat. But I had, you know, for a second while I was eating that, it was 
like I was whisked away outside of the plane. So yeah, I've had some good food experiences on a plane before. Nice. And also, like the Philippines, they'll serve. Did I tell you? Tell you about the time my brother had an allergic reaction on a plane? Nah, that sounds horrible though. <laughs> okay, so, um, we were flying to the Philippines. This was when I was like eighteen. Or no, 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 14. And so I think he was like eight years old. He had like, he was really, really allergic to seafood. He would like get his skin would break out and like he'd get really itchy and stuff. So um, on because you're flying Filipino air, um, they serve fish. Like that would never happen on like an American airline ever. But since it was a Filipino airline, they were serving fish for dinner, no problem. And so the whole cabin was filled with like this fish smell again oh not a problem for me <laughs> i find it appetizing anyways my brother started having an allergic reaction to the air and started breaking out and um it was really bad to the point where a flight attendant was like is there a doctor on the plane <laughs> um but they gave him benadryl Jeez. and it was fine he was fine um yeah, and then they had to wheel him out of the airplane on a wheelchair. Oh, lucky him. <laughs> so, Sound of the tension. Yeah. Um, but the food, you know, I enjoyed eating. <laughs> Despite all that, it was fine. <laughs> yeah, it's like, was that, that gif of, of somebody like creeping away to buy, take a bite of a sandwich? That's good. That was good. That's me all the time. That's me all the time with the little girl trying to eat a sandwich under her desk. Yeah, that's me. I'm hungry right now. I think I might eat a snack before I leave for dinner to go to Lakeland. But then, you know, it's a little bit of a drive. And also, I didn't really have... I was like... We were really stressed out about Miss Peanut Butter missing. Um, and we were trying... Matt and I were trying to figure out a plan stuff. And... After thinking about it a little bit, I'm like, Matt, are you hungry? <laughs> and then he's like, uh, yeah, a little bit, I guess. And then we start talking about Miss Peanut Butter again. And I'm like, we have tuna. Do you want tuna? And he's like, you can have whatever you want. Um, yeah, I took little snack breaks while looking for <laughs> Miss Peanut Butter. But look, I can't search. I can't search for a missing cat on an empty stomach, okay? I mean, I think that that's fair logic. Thanks. Matt couldn't eat at all. He was like, I'm so hungry, but I can't eat anything until I find her. Meanwhile, I'm like eating my sausage yeah, like, leftovers inside. You're good. You're safe. What? No, I was trying to mimic you with your mouthful. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just, I, don't, I can always find and I will always have an appetite. I wish I could like. That could benefit me somehow. Like, there's no benefit to always having appetite. Like, there's no mm-hmm. world, like, br- uh, world record or, like, some sort of monetary reward for being able to have an appetite. Well, I guess if I entered a food contest. <laughs> That's a thing. Yeah, a hot dog eating contest. Oh, see... That's kind of gross, though. Like, I have... the One of the few times I've lost my appetite was definitely eating it. Specifically a hot dog eating context. Because they, like, you dip it in water. No, I've watched them on TV. 
But they dip it in water. You've joined one before? It was a crowbar on July 4th oh. a few years ago. Oh, yeah, they do that every year. I've thought about joining. So what was that like? So I didn't know the whole thing about the water thing, right? Yeah. So I had a, I had a very confident plan, right? Yeah. was like that I was going to hold a bottle of water on one hand, and on the other hand, I was going to like, you know, take them down. But they told me I can't have a bottle of water. They were going to serve me water in a cup. So I was like, no big deal. I hold a cup of water in one hand, and I'm just going to just scarf them down on the other hand. So I'm like, I'm thinking I'm eating it fast. You know what I mean? Like, going through the first one fast. But then I noticed the guy next to me is like on number four. By the time I finish one, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm looking at him, and what he's doing, he's taking his whole hand and sticking it in the cup with the hot dog. You know what I mean? And the bread. And like... You know, he's making it wet. Yeah. I don't so, like wet food like that. Like things that aren't supposed to be wet, I don't like it when they're wet. Unless it's a sauce. He I tried it once, right? I put it in. Ooh, and I was able to eat the whole I was able to eat the whole hot dog while only chewing it twice. Really? Why? Yeah, it was two it was two chews and then straight down. And the bread. Straight down. <laughs> Wait, okay, hold on. Hold on, I have questions. So, you have the yeah, hot I know, dog. Yeah, I know what you're about to ask. I know what you're about to ask. I have a, I have a few questions. Not just one uh-huh. question. So, you have the hot dog, the bun, you have the sausage in it, and you stick the whole hot dog in the cup of water? You dunk Hand it? all the way in. You dunk all the way in. it into that, the cup of water? That's what they were doing. That's what everybody was doing, yeah. And then you slurp it up? <laughs> for lack of a better no. term. Well, that's what they were doing. I couldn't do that, right? So then I would take a couple bites and then put it in. And then so that way I'm not up. eating... That way it's not the whole thing. It's like in pieces. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. I I would like to... <laughs> I would like to make an edit to what I said earlier. I have lost my appetite six times, not just five <laughs> times in my life. No, I'll probably yeah. eat something after this. It's cool. Um, the people that win are always like the skinny dudes. It's so funny. Yeah, I've noticed that, which is fucked up, in my opinion. Yeah. They're appropriating fat culture. <laughs> um, I was going to try to find a way to transition to our cringe moment. <laughs> um, speaking of slurping things up. Oh, wow. <laughs> Um, that's actually perfect. Speaking of slurping things up, um, we have a cringe moment for you guys today. Cringe moment of the week. It's, it's innovative. It's different. It's something that hasn't, well, it has been done before, but not in the food and beverage industry. (laughs) It's been done before in the laundry and laundry detergent industry, uh, in the wash dishwasher industry. <laughs> but why don't you tell us about it, Wilson? Um, yeah, they made fucking tie pods for whiskey. <laughs> What's it called? The um, the Glen Levet, the the Glen Levet capsule. I was so disturbed when I saw that. 
So it's basic. It does look like a Tide Pod. It's a little pod that you. It's filled with whiskey. And basically, you just put pop in your mouth, and you pop it right down your throat. And it's the flavors. <laughs> the flavors just explode in your mouth, kind of like a kind of like a fruit gusher, um, but filled with alcohol and probably ten times more disgusting. And it's they're really excited about it. You can tell they don't. I feel like it's not a good move for their brand. Oh, definitely not. This is like a nice ass like whiskey brand, high end, uh, but not anymore. Not anymore, folks. Yeah, I swear to God, if I ever go to a bar and the bartender pulls out a fucking Tide Pod to put in my cup, I'm gonna slap him and then I'm leaving. I kind of want to try. It, I'm not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> I had a feeling you would. I mean, I would hate it the whole time that I'm eating it. But again, like eating I said, it. well, yeah, you're eating it. You're not drinking it. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> Their big selling point that they make during in the video promoting this capsule is that you don't need a glass. Like <laughs> the days of needing glassware to drink liquor are behind us. Uh, but I never really thought that was that big of an issue. However, I'm going to try it, and here is the video that goes into detail about this capsule. The Glen Levitt has released an original whiskey drinking experience. A collection of edible cocktail capsules made from seaweed, meaning no need for a glass, ice, or a cocktail stirrer. Thai Air, one of the world's best bars, created three new Founders Reserve-based recipes for whiskey lovers to try together. To enjoy them, pop the capsule in your mouth and take a bite to release the delicious cocktail ingredients. The Glenlivet is the first spirits brand in the world to team up with sustainable packaging startup Notpla, who developed the capsule technology. The Glenlivet Capsule Collection sets new standards on how whiskey can be enjoyed. The Glenlivet, original by tradition. At first, I thought it was a joke. I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was like the onion made this or something. Mm -hmm. No, apparently it's real. It's very real. Um, something that I found alarming was actually the comments underneath that claims that people are gonna put it up their butt. confident people. that other people are going to take this capsule and put up your butt. I didn't think of it. I didn't think about but I also like don't do anything related to things like that. So wasn't mm. wasn't really something that I would have think of immediately. But now it's all I can think about. That's all I can think Hold about. On. Now Cat. that I saw this Cat. What? Huh? What the fuck are you what, are the... what? <laughs> I, You can't just say that and just keep going. <laughs> You can't, you can't do that. That's, what the fuck? Which part? Are you shaming people that do stuff in the butt? Is that, is that what you just did? No, I wasn't. I was just saying that because I don't partake in that, it's not something I immediately thought of as a partake possibility. In, in, in butt action. Okay. Got it. Well, specific. I mean, like, I don't take food 
or like drugs yeah, and okay. and boof though. I'm pretty sure that's the term. Boofing is not the boof. Okay. Yeah, I don't. It's boof an things. inanimate objects. I get it. I get it. So, oh, or edible, edible objects. Edible? I think it's an edible or like drugs. Edible. I don't boof things, people. All right. So I didn't think of that as like, I, it wasn't top of mind, <laughs> the idea that someone would take these <laughs> capsules and put them on their butt. But apparently, like people in the comments are like, "Oh my god, people are gonna stick these whiskey capsules and put them up their butt." I'm like, wow. All right. That seems dangerous, though. So if you're listening and you're thinking about trying one of these. Whiskey capsules don't just pop them in your mouth. What's gonna it. happen if it explodes? In what? What do you mean? In your mouth? But I think that's the point. Oh, you want it to? You want? It to I explode. think it's supposed okay. to. Uh. <laughs> if you if you if you know what it's supposed to do, go ahead and send Wilson an email at wilson at two Wait, me. <laughs> Boof. Urban Dictionary. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep it anonymous. If you have ever put a whiskey capsule in your rear, let us know. We'll talk about it next episode, and I'll keep it anonymous. Yeah. Yeah, you can... We, that could be our fa- for our first call-in guest. Yeah. Imagine. Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> the strangest episode ever. Officially hungry. Is that what we're calling this episode? Officially boofed. Officially boofed. Is that? I think I think that's the correct um, tense. (laughs) Um, No, we should go with officially hungry. I am a little hungry right now, um, so I might get a snack. As I said before, before leaving for Lakeland, so yeah. But thanks. I'm so glad we were still able to record. This episode, you know, I thought I was going to need to go back to the cat shelter and pick out a new pet, uh, but it all worked out, and we're here. And Wilson's not sick; he's wrapped I'm up some sick. good karma. He's learned. You know what I'm saying? He's he's doing his laundry. Doing my laundry. Not not entertaining my old hoes. Me, me too. <laughs> so, yeah. Catch you catch next week. Yes. Um, hopefully, we'll put out a playlist. Oh my gosh, yes, we episode. should absolutely put out a playlist. Yes. You know, before the season started, we talked about putting out mini playlists like every week. And well, we have failed miserably at that. But look, we've maybe, just, maybe we might put out one this week. Look, yes. We will. We can do that. We will do that. It's gonna happen. It will happen. Let's put that out in the universe. Put it. Um, yeah, exactly. We'll make a mood board. We'll make a vision, a vision board, and it'll just be Spotify and like playlist names and Apple Music, the Apple Music logo, and maybe it'll mm-hmm. happen this week. Maybe. <laughs> um, you can find me on all socials at WZ Happening. And you can find me on some socials under Catlin Design. Oh my god, you can find me on <laughs> You can officially on find some socials. You can officially find me on TikTok under Catlin Design too. I haven't posted Cat, anything you made yet. A TikTok? I made a TikTok, yeah, just you to follow. Just to, you look, look, the consensus is that TikTok is good. 
TikTok is entertaining and TikTok needs to stay. So if you I'm so think mad like that I me, like TikTok. I'm so pissed. Just make an account and then follow us on it. And I don't know. I maybe I'll I, I don't know if I'm gonna post any content. But I'll I'll I, watch the girlfriend. Content. Huh? Oh I blame wow. She's the one that got Weird flex, to but okay. It's not a flex at all. Anyway, <laughs> uh yeah, catch me online at Catlin Design. Yes, and we will see you guys. Mm, uh, <laughs> Wilson's gonna let us know when. Uh, in two weeks, a week and a half. See you guys soon. See ya.